back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hey, very happy Tuesday to all of you. We're just four days away from kickoff in Ireland against Northwestern. I'm Nate Brennan. He is Derek Pearson. You're listening to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. We want to hear from you. 402-464-5685. That's the Starter Heyman text line. Honda of Lincoln hotline. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. You can catch every single show live streamed on all of those platforms. And if you head over to YouTube, go ahead and give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Our goal is 1,200. And maybe we'll be able to peer pressure uh, AD into doing something that he doesn't want to do. So help us out with that. 1200 is the number. Again, that's on YouTube. Give us a like or subscribe button. We're going to head to the Honda of Lincoln hotline where we're joined by Brian Munson with On3Sports. So, uh, Brian, I hear there's a pretty important game coming up this weekend. Uh, You've been following what's happening or no? Not not so much. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a little bit of a big deal, we'll say. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of a big deal going on. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think everybody's excited. I think Nebraska fans in general are are in need of this. There's been so much buildup. I mean, we've had puke gate, we've had Scott right. Frost sliding down the railing, like mm-hmm. stuff that's that's making the news, like what the news is. It just means we we need to kick off the football and have a game. So uh, I think finally Nebraska fans will will get that uh, that resolution on Saturday. Yeah, we sure are looking forward to it. Brian Munson on 3Sports joining us right now. Brian, the first thing I want to ask you, I know we've talked about it extensively, a little bit of maybe not controversy, but certainly a battle at the quarterback position. Casey Thompson officially named the starter. Uh, did you see this coming, in, or do you feel more confident knowing that he was named the starter heading into Saturday? Um, I feel a little bit more confident knowing that Nebraska's coaching staff got a better view of a few more quarterbacks throughout fall camp and that they they had a chance to evaluate a little bit more thoroughly against a couple more of those guys you know getting uh getting getting Purdy back getting Harvard back obviously I think Masker was was doing his thing out there was mentioned a few times and um and obviously Smothers, you know, was wanting to go ahead and, and still was healthy from the spring and put his best foot forward. So I think when you take that, when you take at least the room and you say, look, we didn't have injuries standing in the way of kind of getting a better view to, to evaluate anybody, that you at least then have a more complete, thorough understanding about what's going on at least based on the current data set to say we can make an evaluation to put a guy as the starter. So I think when you out of spring, not as confident, but you definitely wanted this situation to kind of shake out to where there was some good health and you got a chance to look at a few more guys. Brian, I'm curious what what player is it? Who's the most important player that we're not talking about? Like we've we, <sighs> we, we've done the basic, you know, we run the Casey Thompson, Garrett Nelson, the captains, but who's the guy that 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 is going to help this team win that we're not talking about? Yeah, I I've got one guy. I'm trying to think really quick if I, if I want to say him right now or if I want to think about. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll I'll just go with him. I think I think the guy that's kind of making or breaking the offensive line right now is Bryce Benhart. Um, you know, I think that I think it's a great sign that Benhart has uh, been kind of penciled into that right tackle spot. Mm-hmm. 
And that is an indicator, at least to me, that there's been a corner that's been turned, that there's some confidence there in him. Because if you if you don't have him at right tackle, now you're moving Turner out to right tackle, things really get kind of crazy there between the tackles. Mm-hmm. And, and I just don't feel like <clears throat> that Nebraska had the kind of depth to not have a guy like as, as talented as Ben Hart, you know, not be on not be on the field starting for the offensive line. So, I, I really felt like the the one person that probably did their best to I think alleviate some fears and get people at least drinking the Kool Aid and a little bit better. It, ben Hart Ben Hart is showing out and he's going to be the starting tackle. So I think I think you should kind of put that stuff together and, and I, I I think obviously we know there's going to be some growing pains there and I think it's going to happen on Teddy's side too. Everybody knows those guys are immensely talented, but it's like you're changing coaches and Prohaska when he got hurt, he kind of maybe had like a, like five quarters, six quarters under his belt. Um, so he's still a guy that's growing, you know, inside the game itself. So it, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna take some time and some reps to kind of get there to, to get them up to speed. So, uh, but I, I think that, I think Ben Hart, at least for me, that, that played a very big role in, in basically giving you an idea of what's going to happen, you know, with that offense this fall. And, and if you're going to feel better about it, or if you're going to have to make some more changes because you can't, you can't figure Ben Hart into the starting rotation. Brian Munson with on three joining us, Brian is someone that follows recruiting really closely in, in this team as a whole, I hate saying a week zero game is a must win, but when you look at the landscape of recruiting, when you look at Nebraska football moving forward, how important really is it for Nebraska to get it done this Saturday? You know, I, I completely agree with what you just said. I, I don't I don't like the idea of having to, to put a label on here, but, you know, or, or put that kind of importance with a game zero or game week zero game. But this is a Big Ten conference game too, and it's – and you add that kind of that kind of value or or that little that, that additional factor in with it all, um, and then you kind of then take a step back and you you start to figure out then timing to Oklahoma, timing to the rest of your Big Ten schedule. There could be a lot of there, there's if, if Nebraska were to lose on Saturday, there's probably a lot of fear that Nebraska then struggled with an identity, particularly probably on offense to where you just can't go out there and, and outscore Northwestern. And if that's the case, that may be really difficult to kind of pull that confidence back together on, on that side of the football and get them ready for the next contest and, and even be then competitive against OU when they come to Lincoln. So I, 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 I really agree that I think it's pretty much that it, it needs to be, it's a higher importance of a, of a week zero game than what you typically have. Mm-hmm. And I'm bordering on it. It's a must win for Nebraska because the downside of losing this game, it can set in motion some really bad scenarios. Brian, you hit the the hot word for me, which is trying to figure out what the personality of this team is going to be. And I don't, yeah. quite frankly, I don't, I can't check a box on either side of the ball or on special teams to say I know what the personality. Like I don't know what the best play in Nebraska's offensive playbook is i don't know what play they're going to run the most i don't know what defense they're going to scheme out as i'll ask you that what do you think the personality of this team is going to be in any of those facets yeah and, and it gets even a little bit more unclear when you start to think about um you know whipple's tendencies and how he kind of ran things at pit and you know how joseph has got a really talented room but applewhite's got a really talented room and and maybe where 
they feel like in the you know in kind of the name of Big Ten and Nebraska traditional football that they need to be able to establish the run. And if they don't have that run, that they really don't have that ability then to kind of challenge you know anything in the passing game. So I do feel like the stable is very full in, in the running back room. Uh, I I read some posts today about somebody had said that you know, Nebraska won't run or won't give carries to five running backs. I think five running backs will see the ball on, on Saturday. I, I have no doubt about that. I, uh, I, I think that that's going to happen. And I think if that does happen, it's a great sign for Nebraska because I think that it's kind of putting that, putting back, you know, the emphasis on controlling the game up front, you know, owning the clock, keeping the other team's defense out there on the football field, and, and I think that Nebraska, when they kind of gone back to this quick strike, you know, kind of thing, they put their defense in awful positions because other teams, you know, if they weren't scoring quick themselves, they could sustain drives. And, and Nebraska just didn't have typically that capability to kind of do that and then finish off with points. And, and I think that that's where special teams kind of comes in the equation that comes with not really having that that great uh, ability, you know, in the red zone to always capitalize and, and get in the end zone or score points at all. Um, so I, I think what it comes back to is I think, I think Nebraska wants to be able to go out there and, and be physical, run the football. I think that they still want to take their shots downfield and let it fly a little bit. But then I think on the special team side, I think Nebraska just doesn't want to shoot themselves in the foot. They just want to play sound special teams football. Brian Munson with On3 joining us right now. Brian, we're, we're sitting here on Monday morning, Monday afternoon, and we're talking about a Nebraska win. For that to be the case, what are the keys to success and what goes right for Nebraska for us to be sitting here on Monday talking about a big win there on Saturday? Yeah, they got to limit mistakes, and that happens, you know – happens on all sides but i think i think really the what we've been talking about here so far today guys has been you know the 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 clock management the time management the, the turnovers particularly on offense but then you have like the the plays that we have seen you know cost nebraska games last season you know three or four games on special teams alone that that those blown plays that cost nebraska the wins uh so that that's those are where I would typically start. And I think Nebraska then needs to find a way to kind of create some turnovers uh, with the defensive side of, on the defensive side of the football. I think that the secondary is strong enough. They've got some ball hawks back there. And I think that you got guys like Garrett Nelson and O'Shawn Mathis. They'll be able to dial up some pressure. Uh, Caleb Tanner uh, up front, obviously. you got you got two really strong mics. I love yeah. that second level for Nebraska. Um, so I, I think that you have to understand your identity also on defense, not get, not try to get too far outside of it. Uh, I, I know that that was a really a super senior kind of heavy, strong, you know, team last year and Nebraska's trying to find some big replacements for Steely and Doman and, and guys in the secondary. So I think that, I think that they've got some dudes. I think they got to understand capability and not try to go out there and be something that they're not. And they, they have to force a turnover here and there. Brian, we, we, we just played a, a game called buy or sell. And I'm going to ask you, you buying or selling that Monday we're happy with the special teams? I'm buying that. Uh, I, I do feel like uh, having a full-time coordinator, especially somebody like yeah. Bill Bush over there, uh, that they're going to they're gonna be better off for it. Uh, it sounds like that's been one of the most difficult parts of practice, and Nebraska's clearly putting an emphasis there. I, I think that that's like almost like the first 15 to 20 minutes of every practice of every day special teams and if bush is you know getting a chance to get a crack at him he's getting he's getting his his pick of the personnel that are going to help him out which is going to be huge as well so 
Um, I, I think I think I'm buying that one. That special teams is a plus on Saturday for a win. Brian, I have one last question for you. Predictions yep. for Saturday. Give it to me. I think the line, what was it, 12, 13? 13 and a half that, right now. 10 and a half? 13 and a half. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's sliding up, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm – I'm kind of, I'm kind of in. I, I think Nebraska still covers. I'm, I'm in that forty-two to forty-two-ish kind of range, down to twenty-five, maybe to twenty-four. Um, I, I'm just, I think it's really a matter. I don't know weather forecast. I don't know what's happening. I think it's overcast today. I don't know if it's rain setting on Saturday or not. That would be a big thing. If Nebraska actually goes up there and is successful setting up a run, that, that number could come down at least on the top end of a Nebraska score. But I still think the margin of victory is that Nebraska covers on Saturday. They just maybe a little overscoring. They may not hit the 40s if they're successful running the football because I don't think Nebraska's going to take their foot off the gas and they run the football. Brian, we're having a little bit of connection issues with you. But uh, real quick, if people want to get some more great content before the game, uh, how can they do so? Yeah, come on over to the Nebraska Sound on three. We got uh, Steve Simple and Ryan and Robin Washer up there that are up there in, in Ireland right now. Um, that, that's they're bringing they're bringing some some content directly from it. And also, you know, we should have some uh, possibly a great content piece on Thursday night. Cameron Linhart's going to be announcing his commitment between Nebraska, Penn State, and Michigan State. So be sure to hop on over there uh, five thirty on Thursday night. Awesome, Brian. We appreciate you. Stay safe and go Big Red. All right, guys. Have a great week. All right, there he goes. Brian Munson with On3. Again, like he mentioned, too, our very own Steve Sippel. He's going to be chiming in here, too. We're going to have him on the pregame show here on Saturday. He's going to be chiming in on early break as well on 3. They do great stuff over there, and they're getting you ready for game day. We also have an Eric Strickland sighting. We're going to catch up with him when we do our crossover. Old School is going to be up after this. Again, you're listening to On the Blocks. Uh, Eric Strickland, Husker Hall of Famer, he's going to jump in after this. We're going to get his thoughts uh, for this upcoming Saturday, and we're going to find out what he's been up to. He's been all over Europe, and it sounds like that's going to be the case here for the next week. Uh, He will be in Dublin here on Saturday. But that'll come up next. Make sure you stick with us. Then we'll have the crossover with Old School. It comes up next. You're listening to On the Block, 93.7 The Ticket, Ticket FM dot com.